Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not with 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Induction Vault, a production of iHeartRadio and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony is about to begin. It's time to take your seats. Miley Cyrus' rebellious journey from teen idol to controversial pop rock radical made her an ideal candidate to induct the queen of rock and roll, Joan Jett. In Miley's funny and irreverent speech, she not only confesses to a bit of a crush on Joan, but also compellingly highlights what makes her a feminist icon and the legendary superwoman of rock. Members of the Blackhearts step up to the mic to accept their induction with genuine, raw, and incredibly grateful statements. And with tears in her eyes and that trademark rasp in her voice, Joan's acceptance speech salutes the unifying and transformative power of rock and roll while paying tribute to a long list of fellow musicians who inspired and supported her along the way. Please welcome Miley Cyrus. Thank you. All right. What an epic night to be a part of. Thank you guys so much. Um, I'm going to start off this induction 
with the first time I wanted to have sex with Joan Jett. And uh, we were doing Oprah together, and I go up to Joan's hotel room, and Joan opens the door, and I come in, and Kenny Laguna is laying in bed. And I don't know what the fuck is going on. There are, there's towels shoved underneath all the door cracks, shower caps around all the smoke detectors. Joan is running around spraying orange smell cleaner to mask the spell of the, of the pot, that's what you guys call it. And um, we go into her bathroom, and um, the show was where new artists got to perform with their idols, and, and I wanted to perform with Joan, of, of course. And um, we were in her bathroom, and we were smoking, and we were just talking. And this was one of the moments in my life where I wanted to be as present and absorb everything that she said to me. I listened to her talk about her days with the Runaways. She talked about music. She talked about why she loves animals and she doesn't want to eat them. We're not going to eat the animals. And um, I was getting to have this moment with someone that to me is superwoman. What superwoman really should be. And at first, having this honor to induct Joan Jett into the legendary Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it was overwhelming. There was so much that I could say, and she has had a life in music that is rare. She has had a career decades long. She's been the first to do many things, and not just as a woman, but just as a badass being on the planet. But this one story, this one story is my favorite. So on one trip, Joan went to entertain the troops in Turkey and the Middle East. And Joan was traveling with the Secretary of Air Force, and Joan had requested a trip to Jerusalem while she was playing on the USS Bataan in the harbor of Haifa. And not acquainted with the culture, and all covered up in jackets, it was a cold day and she was looking kind of androgynous, Joan accepted a yarmulke from one of the guards, and she went over to the men's side of the wailing wall to make a prayer. And just as Joan noticed a bunch of other women at another part of the wall, Jones' Israeli colonel assigned to the trip appeared freaking out and screaming at Kenny, international incident! And uh, the American Marines watching this were getting ready to protect Joan from the Orthodox worshipers who would try to exact retribution if they knew about the transgression. So everyone agreed to never speak about this, sorry, to anyone, <laughs> and uh, swore that Joan was the only woman to ever stick a prayer in the men's side of the Wailing Wall since Israel was a nation, and maybe even centuries before that. Fucking badass. But she was also the first major, major female artist to start her own record label. And that's only because all the other labels said that there wasn't a market for that kind of music. And Kenny Laguna, I want to say something to you. I want to say that you're a fucking genius. And this is why. Because when 23 record labels were saying no, you started Blackheart Records together with Joan, by the way, using his daughter's college savings, selling records out of the back of your Cadillac. And it takes someone like you that believes in the music, but more than that, believes in us as people and as human beings. And you two are an unconventional and unconditional kind of love. And what you guys have is what all of us should look for in the people that we spend our lives and our valuable time here on the earth with. People in this room are probably married to people they love less than you guys love each other. And uh, I'm honored to be a part of your life. I'm also honored to induct the Blackhearts tonight, Lee Crystal, Ricky Bird, and Gary Ryan.
So I want to bring everyone up right now, but I do want to say one final story about when I knew that I loved Joan so fucking much. And um, this shit kind of fucks me up because this was a day that she was dedicating her time to an upcoming project for my foundation and it was supporting the LGBT homeless youth. She was running around my backyard. She was with my dogs, playing with my pig. And I played the Tibetan bowls for her and at sunset and Kenny and Joan, they sang along with these bowls. And this relationship seemed so different than the one only five or six years ago smoking pot in Oprah's bathroom or wherever the fuck we were at a hotel. Oprah was paying for it. It wasn't her bathroom, but she paid for it. And um, I, now, I now looked at her less of a deity, but now I have this connection. And I have this connection with her that she can be a guide for me. And growing up, my dad always kept me around music and I spent a lot of time with all different artists. But I don't think... I know there isn't one other person on this planet that's been an inspiration to me like you have. And um, Joan's music, her activism, who she is. And in all of our lives, all of us will experience people who are gonna try to tell us who to be and what to be. Fuck those people. Joan has been an example of what you can achieve and the happiness, which is more important that you can have. If instead of changing for other people, if you don't like how the world is, change it yourself. She made the world evolve. Her life and her success is proof that we can't stop evolving. And I wanna thank you for fighting for our freedom, Joan, and I love you so much. And it really is my honor to be the one inducting you and the Blackhearts into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Get up here, come on. After the break. We'll be back with acceptance speeches from Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and expect. 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now... Please welcome Joan Jett and the Blackhawks. Thank you, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Don't you just love rock and roll? Yeah. Well, my beloved late husband, Lee Crystal, sure did. He would have been very honored with this recognition. He really loved playing rock and roll music with these three, Gary, Ricky, and Joan. Guys, Lee loved you and always treasured the time you shared on the road, doing shows, in the studio, and even being bored in hotel rooms and getting into mischief but mostly collaborating on and creating some really great music together. Joan, Lee was so gratified to be with you on the stage. He admired your strength and talent. He always appreciated the opportunity to rock those drums behind you and Gary and Ricky. Lee's love for this music started back as a kid in Brooklyn when his cool big brother Jay brought it into their home due to his own musical talents. Thanks, Jay and Janice, for all of your support. Thanks, Suki and Harold Sackett, Lee's folks, for being supportive parents as Lee banged away on his drums in their small apartment in spite of neighbors' complaints to develop into the skilled drummer he was determined to be. Lee found his way into the band Joan Jett and the Blackhearts via the late 1970s New York music scene of Max's in Kansas City, Max's Kansas City and CBGB's. 
He became a part of that scene, and his reputation as a hot drummer grew. He joined the Blackhearts and began what was to be the amazing, exciting ride to the pinnacle of his music career. Merrill and Kenny Laguna, Lee would want to thank you both. You were woven into his heart. He'd want to also thank Eric Amble for sharing the crazy early days of this experience. And he had great affection for all the Blackheart family, all the road crew, office folks, and of course, the fans. Thank you. I think he'd also want to give a shout out to all the Blackhearts over the years, especially Tommy Price for keeping the beat going on. All of this was hugely important to Lee, but as life laid out different chapters for him, one came along that topped all of this, being a father to our sons, Sean and Cameron. Guys, Dad loved you so much and was so proud of you. You know how thrilled he is to have you here tonight taking it all in for him. Lovers of rock and roll, the next time you hear that iconic drum beat, you know the one that kicks off I Love Rock and Roll, and you lean over to crank up the volume, you'll know that's Lee, a rocking drummer grooving with a real rock and roll band, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Thanks again. Hey, when I was 13 years old, I had a poster of my idol, Joan Jett, on my bedroom wall. I'll bet I'm not the only one in here who did. As a huge fan of The Runaways, I was fortunate to see several shows from Riverside to, the, to uh, Orange County, the Whiskey A Go-Go on Sunset Strip in Hollywood. I have a fond memory of after one of those gigs presenting to Joan a leather belt on which I had hand-tooled the Runaways logo and two little guitars with my Tandy leather kit. Who would have ever guessed that just two years later, I would show up to answer that infamous ad in the LA Weekly. Joan Jett is looking for three good men. Well, although I was a good boy, I lied. I said I was 18. Can you believe it? I got the gig. I wonder sometimes if that leather belt had anything to do with Joan's decision. We'll never know. I don't know. More likely was probably the fact that I nailed every single Runaway song we played at that audition. I jammed along with my bass to the records for hours on end, staring at that poster, dreaming of someday being in an amazing rock and roll band like the Runaways. I think our first gig was at the Whiskey. We played there every night for a month straight. Then I was off to Europe, rehearsing in the Who's Ramport Studios with Joan and Kenny and Eric Amble, Danny O'Brien staying in a London flat on King's Road across from the Chelsea Drugstore. Drug I had no idea how cool and how fortunate I was living the rock and roll dream. The rest of the story, they say, is history. Joan, I'd like to thank you for giving that boy a chance to live his dream and make history with you. Kenny, thank you for all you've done for Joan over the years helping to keep the music consistent and real. And Lee, my brother, I wish you were here. 
You showed me all the cool clubs to go to, where to get the best clothes in New York City. Tommy and Dougie, you guys deserve to be up here too. You are the Black Hearts. I'd also like to give a big shout to my peeps at SEC. We've had some good times over the years too. In closing, I'd like to thank my beautiful wife, Jennifer, of 22 years. I wouldn't be here, my dear, without you. My wonderful and talented son, Alden. I love you, buddy. Keep rocking those drums. Mom, Dad, I know it was difficult, but thanks for letting me go and being so supportive all these years. I love you all. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, baby. I've been waiting for you. <laughs> Let me clarify one thing, Miley. We all wanted to fuck Joan. <laughs> Sorry, baby. I'm from the Bronx. This is how I speak. In 1965, I watched two bands on the Ed Sullivan Show that would forever change my life. The Beatles. and the Rolling Stones. Even at the tender age of nine years old, I absolutely got it. One, they looked like I felt. Two, the girls were screaming. And three, and most importantly, Ed looked completely confused and horrified. The next day, I asked my mom for a guitar. About a week later, she brought me home my first acoustic. That guitar now resides in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I would like to thank my mom for bringing home that guitar and for all her support that continues to this day, but mostly for never asking that dreaded question. Hey kid, when are you gonna go out and get yourself a real job? <laughs> Next I want to thank Carol K. Bird, the publicist, not the bass player. We met in 1977, she has had my back ever since. She has always put me first and had to put up with the usual nonsense one puts up when married to a musician. Carol actually introduced me to Joan and, quite frankly, to most of the people I would wind up playing with. So it's safe to say that without her help, I would probably be working the men's cologne counter at Macy's right about now. <laughs> you, you have my love and gratitude. A big thank you to our 13-year-old daughter, Frankie, who was truly not impressed by any of this. She did, she did ask if this meant she could now meet Iggy Azalea, for which I replied, Baby, in my world, there is only one Iggy you want to meet. Fucking pop. <laughs> I want to thank Kenny and Meryl Laguna for believing in Joni when no one else did. No doubt the reason why we are standing here tonight. A thank you to all the other Blackhearts, from Eric Amble to Tommy Price, who, by the way, should also be going into the hall tonight. A huge thank you, a huge thank you, and congratulations to my old pal, Joan Jett. We traveled the world together. Breathe, baby, breathe. We traveled the world together and kicked some serious ass. You can be sure the tank was always on empty when we left the stage and I am proud to have been part of your journey. 
You are a true rock and roll icon, and no one deserves this honor more than you do. <laughs> to the fans for remembering the core four, Joan, Gary, me, and sweetly Crystal, we wish you were here with us tonight, my brother. Thank you all for this one wonderful honor, and I am truly humbled. Let me end this with the eloquent words of Mr. Chuck Berry. Hail, hail, rock and roll. Hi. I first want to thank the amazing Steve Van Zandt for being our friend and advocate. Let me say. By the time I was 16, I had a record deal and was on the charts with bubblegum music. By the time I was 19, I was a has-been loading boxes a million miles from the record business. But thanks to Peter Meaden, I started the next chapter. For some reason, the British punks loved bubblegum, and I spent most of the 70s in London wearing a cape and sitting behind a console. I want to thank Bill Kerbishley, Steve Lieber, and Matthew King Kaufman for lifting me up when I fell. Toby Mamus had a vision. He wanted me to meet Joan Jett and help finish the final Runaways tracks. I didn't see the point, but Merrill, my partner in business and life, said she'd been reading about Joan and thought she was going to be significant. Without Merrill's encouragement, that seminal moment would not have happened. Thank you, Merrill. Joan walked into the room at the riot house, and I just said, wow, what is this? She was strong, talented, and musically self-possessed. Joan is the purest person you could ever meet. She walks it like she talks it. No separate public persona and private persona. Just the real deal, 24-7. Joan Jett is rock and roll. My daughter Carrie Ann, my daughter Carrie Ann joined the family business 12 years ago. She's taken our company into a new era of prosperity and relevancy that continues to grow. Thank you, Carrie. Uh, you know, it's hard. Uh, I'm off the script, but the girls don't get the credit they need and in our business. I, I want to shout out to my roots, Anderson Poncia, Artie Rip, Morris Levy, Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey, Eddie O, Howie, Sandy, and Marty from Janie Americans, Neil and Joyce Bogart, Tommy James, everyone Blackheart, past and present. I want to emphasize that Joan is the true rock star here. And I believe that at 16, she was on a path to the Hall of Fame before I ever met her. I'm just glad I can stand with my best friend and collaborator after all these years and celebrate this achievement. Thank you to the Hall of Fame for this honor. It means a lot. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. I was really going to try not to cry and be tough, but that, that's, that's a little overwhelming there. Thank you very much. 
Miley, thanks so much for your words and taking the time to come here for me. You have such a beautiful soul. And it's been really wonderful getting to know you over these past few years. It's important to see another strong woman who does things her way, and, and she does. First off, I really want to acknowledge my parents, Jim and Dottie, who can only be with us in spirit, which I know they are. Hey, Mom and Dad, did you ever think that Christmas guitar would lead to this? But I miss them and love them so much. And my brother and sister, Jim and Ann, I love you. I come from a place where rock and roll means something. It means more than music, more than fashion, more than a good pose. It's the language of a subculture that has been made eternal teenagers of all who follow it. It's a subculture of integrity, rebellion, frustration, alienation, and the glue that sets several generations free of unnatural societal and self-suppression. Yeah. Rock and roll is political. It is a meaningful way to express dissent, upset the status quo, stir up revolution, and fight for human rights. Do you think I'm making it sound more important and more serious than it is? It's only rock and roll, right? Rock and roll is an idea and an ideal. Sometimes, because we love the music and we make the music, we forget the political impact it has on people around the world. There are pussy riots wherever there is political agitation. We become so conditioned to measuring our music's impact in dollar signs only that we can forget what it's really about. The music, emotion, expression, giving a voice to those who aren't satisfied fitting into whatever box they were given. Rock and roll ethic is my entire life, and I'm thankful to all the people along the way that let me be me. When I was 16, I met Kim Fowley and Sandy West. I took four buses to get to Sandy's house so we could jam in her rec room. And then we called Kim on the phone and played him some songs, and The Runaways were formed that day, August 5th, 1975. We lost Sandy a few years ago, and Kim just a few months ago in January. And if Kim were still with us, he'd be here, sitting at my table, and probably taking bows on this occasion, rightfully so. Thank you, Kim. Because if, if we did nothing else but write Cherry Bomb, it would have been great. But we made some history. Thanks to my co-conspirator, Sandy, and all the runaways who shared this unique and unrivaled perspective of rock and roll. Mickey, Cherie, Lita, Jackie, Vicky, Laurie, and Peggy. And our dedicated and hard-working road crews. Yeah. And after The Runaways, I met Kenny Laguna to work on a previous project that I had committed to. And his wife, Meryl, had encouraged Kenny to meet with me as she had read about me and thought I was significant. And they decided to manage me. Every label turned me down, saying I should lose a guitar or just they didn't hear any hits. 
We started Blackheart Records with their baby Carrie Ann's College Fund and pressed our own records. And I Love Rock and Roll went to number one. Thank you. And Blackheart is now 35 years old, and it's a growing entertainment company headed by the same Carrie Ann whose college fund was its seed money. It's karma. Yeah. She has reinvented Blackheart, but has kept our mission alive. Thank you, Carrie Ann, and thank you, Meryl. When I met Kenny Laguna, I found a best friend, a writing partner, a bandmate, a producer, a manager, and a soulmate. In a business not known for loyalty, we've been together for over three decades. We share music, we share business, we share credit. I've been so lucky to have his friendship, and I want to acknowledge his amazing contribution to my career. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah, in, in London, at the start of my solo career, Pete Townsend said to Kenny and me, go see Bill, you don't have to pay us now. Bill Kerbishley and The Who let us record at their Ramport Studios. It was all magic, the work, the scene, the creativity. This gave us the ability to build the buzz and mystique that is so critical to rock and roll without anyone's interference. Kenny reached out to his friends Neil and Joyce Bogart to help put out our record. And despite the rejections from pretty much every label at the time, there were some incredible early believers that helped get us started, like Howard Bloom, Toby Mamus, Steve Leeds, Steve Lieber, Eddie O'Loughlin, Tom Cuddy, Tony Martell, Ian Copeland and his agency, FBI, who are revolutionary. The FBI guys like John Huey, who still is our agent, and Rick Shore worked hard for us, and I'll never forget. There have been so many people along the way that have been advocates and friends throughout my career. I want to thank little Steven and Dave Grohl. They have been such strong supporters. Kathleen Hanna and Adam Horowitz. Thanks. Thanks to Lemmy and Motorhead. The Foo Fighters. Nirvana, Dave, Patton, Christ, that same Iggy Pop, Rodney Bingenheimer, Debbie, Chris and Blondie, the Ramones, Alice Cooper, Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend, Cheap Trick, Ian Mackay, Fugazi, and Discord Records. My fellow inductees, Green Day, Billy Joe Armstrong, Mike Dirt and Trey Cool, the band X, Robert Plant, Darlene Love, all the Riot girls out there, Steven, Joe, and Aerosmith, The Replacements, Mike Ness and Social Distortion, Mick Taylor, and so many others, Rob Light, Rod Essick, and CAA, thank you. Thanks to Kristen Foster and PMK. Thanks to our lawyers, Oren, Jason, and David, Thanks to Michelle Fayetta, Howard Krant. Thank you, Elliot Saltzman, for all your hard work and coordination tonight and since 1980. Julie Rader, Carol Kamen, Cookie, Elise Indry, Paul O'Neill, Mike Winter, Steve Hobble, Mike Bridey, Mark Bridey, Mark Dodson, Carol Kay, 
on all past and certainly our present team at Blackheart Records, Max, Gabe, Hubert, Caroline, Curtis, Davey, and Cynthia. Thanks to all the Blackhearts throughout the years, especially the great Tommy Price, who for 32 years has been the heartbeat, the pulse, the roaring propulsion of this band. Tommy should have been inducted with us tonight, and I want to recognize him in front of you all now. Once again, Tommy. Love you, man. But also Tony Bruno, Eric Amble, Chasm Sultan, AC Slade, the Uptown Horns, Tom Panunzio, and my fellow inductees, Ricky, Gary, and Lee, via Mara. And of course, the current Blackhearts, Tommy, Kenny, Dougie Needles, and Hal Seltzer, and my crew, Billy Crater, Ed Sargent, Zach Nagy, Brandon Southern, Annie, and Beef. I want to thank the Hall of Fame, Joel Perezman, Alex Coletti, Lisa Testa, Betsy Hill, John Landau, and Jan Wenner. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. for joining us on this week's episode of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Induction Vault. For more on your favorite inductees, to shop inductee merch, or to plan your trip to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, visit rockhall.com. Plus, view the 2020 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction special on demand on HBO Max. Our executive producers are Noel Brown, Shelby Morrison, and Risa Gerke. Supervising producer is Taylor Shacoin. Research and archival assistance from Isabel Kiefer and Shannon Erb. Thanks again for joining us on this week's episode of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Induction Vault. Induction Vault is a production of iHeartRadio and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, 
not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.